For the first time, you're getting a, a new view of yourself uh, and the new understanding of what's going on under your, you know, in your head, in your head. In your head. Welcome to the What Up Doc University podcast, your number one resource for total body wellness. Here's your host, Dr. Mike. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the What Up Doc University podcast. This is Dr. Mike. I got another special guest for you guys today from a company called Muse. It's a great company that's using some amazing technology that we're actually using in our practice. And we have one of the co-founders on our call today, Mr. Trevor Coleman. And uh, Trevor has been involved with a company that's really making an impact on the world. And um, I really love this product, guys. And I've seen a lot of a lot of positive changes um, in, in our patients, um, in myself. So, Trevor, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. How Thanks are you me. doing this morning? Oh, it's great. It's a lovely, clear, and snowy day here in uh, in Toronto. So it's cool, cold but clear, which is always uh, the best you can hope for in winter. <laughs> oh my gosh! Are you guys getting snow out there? Uh, we haven't been too much. It's uh, settled down quite a bit, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, my job here is I'm a co-founder, as you mentioned, but I'm also the chief product officer. So I look after the user experience for all of our products, um, and I'm basically involved in making sure that what we make is something that's useful, that it, that it actually helps people, and that it does it in a way that's uh, easy to use and fun and engaging. Nice. So now let's go back a little bit. How old is the company? When did you guys found it? And then tell us the story behind it all. Sure. So... Um, the company really started, my co-founders, Ariel and Chris, were working with uh, Dr. Steve Mann in his private lab. He's a University of Toronto professor who studies wearable technologies. Um, he's widely credited as the inventor of the wearable computer. Um, and they were working with this EEG technology, which re- reads the electrical signals out of your brain. And um, in the late 90s and early 2000s, computing power got to the point where you could do real-time analysis on these signals and pull out information uh, that's meaningful and valuable and useful. Um, and so they started doing things like uh, concerts where 40 people would all be controlling the music and the environment with their brainwaves, uh, or uh, hot tubs where you'd control the jets in the hot tub were actually controlled by the minds of the people sitting in the hot tubs, which was really amazing. Um, and they brought me on because I was, uh, at the time, in events and promotions. I had a talent agency, and I did event promotion. And, um, and so we started working on a company to start and bring this technology to the masses. Um, for the first couple of years, we did sort of the biggest and coolest things we could find. Uh, so we uh, we did an installation at the Vancouver Olympics where people control the lights on the CN Tower, Niagara Falls, and the prominent buildings in Canada, uh, all using their mind from a couple thousand kilometers away. Um, and we did and a number of other installations for various government marketing agencies, things like that. Uh, over time, we really wanted to start to build something that had a more permanent, lasting impact on the world and do, do good. And that's where the idea for Muse was born. Um, and Muse is a, a product we made, uh, designed entirely in-house, and it uh, is a brain-sensing headband that basically trains you to uh, do these focused attention exercises, which are very similar to something like mindfulness meditation. And what they're training is your brain's ability to focus. Your, we call that the skill of attention. And then there's other skill called meta-attention, which is your brain's ability to be aware of where its attention is and to and to move it around and to keep it where it wants it. Um, and so that's what we've been working on for the last, uh, I guess, three years now, uh, since we really started in earnest. Um, and we just went to market in July of last year, and it's been it's been amazing to see it out in the world and, and see how it's going. 
That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I first saw it uh, latter part of, of last year, um, and I started started getting into it. Um, now, you're talking about EEG and all that kind of stuff. Explain to our listeners a little bit about what an EEG is. How does that work? Sure. So um, your brain is fundamentally an electrical organ. You know, we all know that nerves are actually passing little electrochemical currents down, and that's what triggers the next nerve to fire. And um, so all the time there's these very, very weak, it's, it's very weak, but it's there. It's a, um, an electromagnetic field that's sort of pulsing around your head. Uh, and so what we can do is like, just like taking a radio antenna can pull signals out of the air. So, you, you know, you tune into 1021 or 963 or whatever it is, the stations are in your neighborhood. And when you do that, suddenly you hear music, right? And so in the same way, if we put a little sensor, which is essentially a, like an electrical antenna that touches your skin, we can pick up that, that frequent, the frequencies inside the brain. And there's certain frequencies that have been shown to sort of be correlated to different things. Um, and we look at how those frequencies uh, are in balance with each other and how they change over time. And from that, we can get a little glimpse at sort of the general state of your brain. So it's not that we can read words or pictures, you know, like you might think, uh, you know, like science fiction-wise. But the same way that you, when you put a heart rate monitor on your chest, you can tell how active someone's being maybe, right? So you can't tell, you can't tell if their heart's beating fast because they just saw a pretty girl walk by or if they just ran a marathon. But you can, you can tell that, you know, that your heart's elevated and that tells you a little bit about what's going on in their body. So in the same way, we can look at sort of general signals from the brain and we can understand a little bit about what's going on. So in our case, uh, in this first application, what we're looking at is, is the mind calm and settled? Is it, is it on the object of the exercise, which is to place your attention on your breath and keep it there? Um, so when your mind is calm and settled and your mind is on target and on task, what we see is a very calm and settled activity in the brain. And when your mind starts to wander, you know, then there's more, more chaos and kind of, uh, and, and, and changes happening at a faster pace. And that's what, what we recognize. So in the application, then, we render that as the sound of wind. So when your mind is calm and settled, you hear calm and settled winds because you have calm and settled brainwaves. When your mind starts to wander and go around and rush about from place to place, then you, the winds in the application pick up, right? And that reflects your current state. So what the user then does is they those sounds are sort of a cue to them to return their attention back to that exercise. So they place their attention on their breath. Their mind wanders. When they hear the winds come up, they place their attention back on the breath. And every time they're doing that, they're kind of in this, we call it the attentional loop. Um, and that is uh, basically working out the muscle of attention. So you're, you're building your brain's ability to focus and to, and to know what you're focusing on. Uh, and what that means is that you have better control over your mind, which means that you're less stressed out in general. You know, um, all these exercises have been shown to reduce stress, improve anxiety, um, to uh, make people happier and healthier overall, right? Um, you know, we're still working on validating this particular instance in our application, but the, the fundamental basics of this sort of focused attention training is very well documented as having a, a tremendous number of health benefits. That's awesome. So how do people, like, use this? Is, this, is it time-consuming? Like, I mean, are the people have to spend hours every single day using this, or, or how long? So, um, you know, we say on our website you can have a better brain in three minutes a day, and I think if someone is not doing any kind of training like this at all, then three minutes will start to have a measurable effect. You will see yourself being more relaxed just by taking that time for yourself. Where we really start to see people, you know, when I, you know, anecdotally from our users when we talk to them, the people who are really getting a lot out of this are generally doing about 20 minutes at a time. Um, and that's, you know, they do it. People, I've, I've actually been 
in the last week or two, uh, getting on phone calls and talking to our 100 most active users about their experience and what, what's working for them. And what I'm hearing overwhelmingly is that people like to use this in the morning or in the afternoon uh, just for 20 minutes, and they do it every day at the same time to kind of get themselves into a routine. And so it's, it's a way of people kind of making time for themselves in their day to reconnect with themselves and to sort of um, the whole purpose of it then is just a, a moment to kind of find that place of stillness, that firm footing for themselves they can press off that and jump back out into their life. Oh, amazing, amazing. Now, when when you guys were in developing it, I mean, did you guys have a picture in your mind of like Minority Report or any type of science fiction <laughs> thing? Because that, I mean, that's what it like. It looks like. I mean, you're you're putting this band on, and you guys are you can actually control stuff, right, with your your thought process. Yeah, it is possible. I mean, when we started out, we primarily focused on control applications, you know, because it, it does have an immediate appeal, and it's something that really grabs people's attention. But the truth of the matter is, um, it would be like trying to control something with your heart rate. You know, it mm-hmm. is possible to gain conscious control over your heart rate and to increase it or decrease it just by thinking. Um, but it's a very slow kind of way to control something, and if you really want to control something, you just turn the switch. Like, the heart rate is kind of a um, not that great at controlling uh-huh. And with the brain sensing, we found the same sort of thing. So, you know, we do uh, look forward into the future, but the world we see is less about people, you know, driving cars with their brain. They're probably, I mean, cars are going to drive themselves, but it's much more for us about the world around you noticing how you're doing and responding to it. So, um, you know, just like a really great executive assistant, if, if you're busy working on something, and a phone call comes in, they'll say, you know, look in the, they could look in the office door and see with your head down and say, actually, sorry. You know, he can't come to the phone right now because he's busy. Can I call you back? Or they might look in and just see you staring out the window and say, hey, you know, actually, it's this person on the phone, right? Um, if your technology all the time knew what you were doing, they knew that you had your um, your uh, word processing application open, and they knew that you had a deadline coming up because it was in your calendar, and it knew that you were deep in focus, it might you might, you know, ask it, hey, if I'm in that state, then can you please hold notifications unless it's from my daughter or my family? Let those people through, but block anything that's not important because I've got to work, right? And so rather than constantly managing this ever-increasing set of notification preferences across all your devices, imagine instead if there was like an intelligent agent whose job was to make your technology work in the way you wanted it to at every moment uh, and to respond to your mental state to improve your condition. So if you started to get frustrated while you're using a program, maybe you could offer some help or it could take away some of the more comp- complex uh, visual inter- user interface elements to like reduce the kind of cognitive overhead you're dealing with, right? That's the kind of stuff when we look in the future, you know, control is interesting, but it's still decades away, I think, from being really useful. Um, whereas a lot of this more, what we call humanistic technology or responsive technology, a lot of that stuff is on the the three to five year timeline, which is a lot more interesting for us because it's something we might be able to actually build and bring into the world. Wow. So it, it goes more than just reading off your, your brain waves and, and, and listening to uh, crashing waves on the beach then. Yeah. I mean, this, we look at this application, you know, this is the, the very first application and it's, it's really useful for us because it's letting us get this hardware out there. We've built them. We've got a platform now. We have the sensors on the headband. Um, and the next couple of years are about going to be taking those sensors and adapting them, making them do new different things. Um, we have over 50 research institutions using uh, using the Muse headband in their research studies, looking for markers for everything from attention deficit disorder to uh, appetite, 
for for uh, dealing with the obesity epidemic. Um, you know, there's just amazing work being done all the time, and what we're hoping is that uh, we can be the company that brings those uh, amazing new developments out of the laboratory and into the market and makes them accessible to people at home. Because uh, our primary uh, ability here is to synthesize these very complex ideas, take the technology that, you know, just a few years ago was only the domain of hospitals and laboratories, and it's now something that, you know, you can take home. And, with you know, we've had 70, I think our oldest user we've had used this is like a 75-year-old who was able to take the headband, get it set up, pair to the phone, and have their first session, right? So this is someone, you know, who is, for whom technology is challenging, but they were able to engage with an EEG-based neurofeedback device. Uh, oh, sorry, you might hear my dog in the background. She's our office dog. <laughs> um, but engage with an, an, a neurofeedback device um, without any uh, without any training, right? And and so that's the that's what we do is we help make this technology accessible and understandable and easy to use. And, and what we're hoping to do is to start facilitating the transfer of these technologies from laboratories around the world into the market, into the hands of people who really need them, who we could help with things like epilepsy, attention deficit, uh, stress and anxiety, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, one of the big things you know we focus on in my practice is is dealing with stress and managing and and, and the whole stress mechanism and the, its effect it has upon your body, uh, the detrimental effects, and then how to turn that around. And um, we used to do a lot of work with uh, very expensive biofeedback equipment. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I saw, you know, Muse come out, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, for what for what it does, the technology and the advancements and more so the price point, it was just like a no brainer, you know, for my practice. Uh, that, so you guys see a lot of um, is this very useful for people that have attention deficit disorder, anxiety and that kind of stuff? Um, so the. You know, I have to be, you know, careful from a legal perspective what we say about it, but the, the, yeah. um, what we've certainly seen, you know, we're in the process of doing validation on all those use cases. Yeah. Um, and we know that the exercise at the, at the core of the application has been shown to have huge benefits for, for instance, for stress and for attention deficit disorder. Um, and we're looking at, um, we've, we've kind of taken that knowledge and encoded it into our application, made our application, you know, embody that. Um, and we think that there's tremendous, going to be tremendous opportunity. Definitely what I hear from our users. So if you read the reviews on, say, Amazon or on any other place where people are posting reviews about this, you know, there's some people are saying, I've tried everything from ADD and this actually works. Um, there's people saying that they're treating their kids better because they're less stressed out, you know, like they're not reacting the same way. Um, and those are the stories I'm hearing when I'm talking to our 100 users all the time is that's what's going on. Um, and I think that, you know, as we get the more validation, we'll see that. For attention deficit disorder specifically, you know, neurofeedback with uh, EG machine has been already proven to be as effective as Ritalin. There's a study that shows that uh, for ADD treatment, uh, 10 one-hour sessions with a neurofeedback device are as effective as Ritalin in preventing uh, the symptoms of attention deficit disorder, and um, uh, that those effects persist for six months after the, the treatment. So it's a really exciting wow. time to be working on this technology. That's that's pretty huge because I mean there's so many kids and even adults that are you know on stuff like Ritalin and, and you know the negative effects of being on that type of pharmaceutical for a long period of time is is uh, insurmountable there. So I mean to have that kind of validation is pretty pretty big. Yeah, I, th- I think that the the ability that to treat I think there's a you know we use pharmaceuticals for a lot of different treatments now, and I think there's a lot of conditions that could just as easily be treated with something like a, an EEG-based intervention. 
And so it's going to be very exciting to bring those out because, you know, in general, uh, you know, side effects, people worry about the idea. I mean, the idea of medicating children in general is, is you know, it's there's a lot of questions about it. And I think that there's, uh, you know, it's definitely useful in a lot of situations. But it's one of those things where a lot of parents, I think, would choose drug-free alternatives when they're available. Um, sure. So we're looking at, at starting to trying to deliver the, the next generation of those treatments. Yes, yes. So now um, how easy it is or how easy is it for a person to uh, get get the device and then pair it up with their phone and then start using it? Is it is it difficult or is it just something that they can just walk right in and start using it right away? Yeah, so it, it pairs with a smartphone by Bluetooth technology. So anyone who's used a Jambox or any kind of speaker like that, um, it's, it's quite simple. You know, and we're working every day to make it easier and easier. Um, you can order the headband on our site at choosenews.com and it'll ship to you in two days. So getting it, no problem. Um, and we've really, we work every day trying to make the process of using the, the headband easier, faster, simpler. Um, and what I think you'll find is that the device is, uh, is remarkable and it's, that's the thing people always, they're amazed that it's so easy. Um, and you know, that's, that's the, the thing I really think is impressive about this because it's a, it is a, a, the technological underpinnings of it are incredibly complicated. Uh, you know, like we have teams of neuroscientists and data, data analysis, analysts and, you know, a lot of PhDs are working on this thing, but, you know, my job is to hide all that, to make all that invisible to the end users. So it just, it just works. Um, and I think that we've been remarkably successful at that. So, um, yeah, I'd encourage anyone to give it a shot. Awesome. So people buy the, buy the headband and then they also download an app, right? Yep, there's an app for iOS and for Android. It's called MuseCom. Um, it's available in both uh, both app stores. Uh, and yeah, the app leads has all the instructions. Everything you need to know is embedded within the app. So it has uh, tools to help you fit the headband and get good signal and to check your signal before each session. And then guided instructions that lead you through uh, the um, through the exercise every time. That's that's pretty cool, man. So on on the app, like. It was kind of startling to see right right off the bat. I'm putting it on, and how discoherent my brain. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it's an interesting experience. I think when people put it on for the first time, there's often you know it's a very surprising experience um, because you know for the first time you're getting a new view of yourself uh, and the new understanding of what's going on under your you know in your head. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you can put it on and you can prove to somebody that they are indeed scatterbrained. <laughs> it's like, look, it says it right here. I can see it. It's so awesome. It's so just it's such a great tool to have and it's such a great uh thing to have it. It's so accessible. Um, you know, like I said before, technology like this years ago was not not even in the reaches of, of most people. And and to have this out in, in the world, I think I think you guys are making a, a big dent in this in this universe, man. That's that's our goal, you know. It's you know, it's one thing, you know, a lot of startups are started for a lot of different reasons, but the thing that brings people to the on and the thing that we really care about is that we're leaving a positive like uh, the impact we have is a net positive in the world, you know. Um we have a pretty clear vision of the future that we want to bring and it's a vision where technology helps human beings uh unlock their potential. You know, where people are, you know, where technology gives you choice rather than takes it away um, and where technology adds to and improves your life rather than, um, you know, just just triggers, you know, habit forming behaviors to try and get you caught into loops that, 
Uh, you know, I think there's a real danger of, of the, you know, we have this amazing, powerful machine of technology, and we have more than ever we understand how to, you know, um, use and exploit human psychology to get people to engage with these technologies. So now the thing we've got to start asking is, when we're when we're asking people to engage with technologies, when we're when we're you know using that those powerful tools we have to drive and motivate behavior and to incentivize people to engage with the technology, is the technology they're engaging with leaving them a better person? Is it making their lives better? Um, at Interaction, we think that's entirely possible, and we think that when you combine the power of technology to motivate and drive behavior, and you combine that with the, the ability we have as human beings to improve ourselves and the ability of technology to support and, and increase that in, that self-improvement, you're really, you're un, we're starting to unlock some magical, you know, next level of humanity. And, and we're really excited about seeing that happen and to um, to help people achieve things they never thought possible and to, to bring that new, um, you know, kind of beautiful world into existence. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where you guys are going to go with this and the new developments and, and all that stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm already excited with what you guys currently have, so I can imagine <laughs> where, where you guys are going to go and all that stuff. So, Trevor, uh, any any last remarks, closing remarks you want to leave uh, with our audience? Uh, you know, I think I, I've got most of it. Uh, you know, we're really excited. Um, we're just excited that it's been so great to have so many people support us in the way they have. Um, you know, our musers have been just amazing, and uh, I love hearing stories from people about um, how Muse has touched their lives and how it's improved it. So um, I encourage anyone to reach out to us. Either, you know, they can reach us at interaction.ca or um, you can reach me. I'm Trevor at interaction.ca. That's my email. Um, and I just love hearing those stories. So um, thanks for giving us the time to talk about it because um, it's it's always excellent. I'm I love, I'm really happy the product's working for you and that you're, you're getting a lot out of it. Yeah, uh, like I said, I love it. I know everybody else will love it once you guys get it. So... Uh, Trevor, thank you for taking time out of your busy day to get on get on this podcast and uh, and share with our listeners and the rest of the world what you guys are doing and the dent you guys are leaving in the universe. And uh, everybody, get a muse now. Get one. Get one for your dog, your cat, whoever. And uh, let's go out and make make a better world. Awesome. Yeah. And, there, and just just at the end, I'll just mention you can get it out of line at. Uh on Amazon or it's at our website, choosenews.com. You can find out more about it. Cool. All right, guys, there you have it. Choosemuse.com. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed this episode with the Muse with Trevor Coleman, the co-founder and the chief product officer. I hope you guys learned a little bit about the importance of knowing your brain health activity Knowing, the, knowing that the electrical activity in your brain can actually be controlled and that by using a tool like Muse would actually help you to see what your brain is doing and how you can better improve your brain. Now, if you wanted to get a Muse, head on over to our website. We're actually now an affiliate for them. We carry Muse headbands on WhatUpDoc University. So head on over to whatupdocuniversity.com forward slash episode three. If you are listening to this on a podcast, that's the web address you want to go to. If you're already on that site already, on that page on the site, just click on all the way to the bottom and you'll see the little little box that has the Muse headband. Click on it, order it, and then what I want you guys to do is come back and tell us your, uh, you know, your story. Tell us how you did with Muse and how it's helped you and uh, what you're using it for to give you better total body wellness. 
make sure you subscribe to our podcast through iTunes, through Stitcher, through Blueberry, and come back often. Listen to all the things that we got for you. And make sure you stay tuned for our next week episode where we talk about the importance of balancing out your body's pH levels and how having an unbalanced pH level in your body is affecting your health. So stay tuned. Come back to What Up Doc University podcast.